0: Vichy government. He rose to a position of authority in the Gironde department of southwestern France, whose jurisdiction included Bordeaux. The charge against Papon was that from his post as General Secretary of the Gironde Prefecture, overseeing Jewish affairs, he signed deportation papers for eight of the ten convoys of Jewish civilians that left for internment camps in France and ultimately the concentration camps of Eastern Europe. In total, Vichy officials in the Gironde shipped out 1,690 Jews, 223 of them children. Papon had been indicted for crimes against humanity. The reality of Papon's service was far messier than the picture the prosecutors depicted. Despite Papon's lofty title, he was a local administrator within Vichy, and so removed from authority— that he later claimed he didn't know the final destination of the cattle cars or the fate that awaited Jews there. Furthermore, Vichy's National Police Chief, René Bousquet, was the person who had actually issued the deportations. Papon claimed that he had merely done as he was told, that he was a bureaucrat with the misfortune of literally signing off on orders. When the trial opened in the fall of 1997, the historian who first unearthed the papers that held Papon's signatures, Michel Berger, told the court he no longer believed the documents proved Papon's guilt. Even two attorneys for the victim's families felt queasiness about prosecuting the man. Robert de la Rochefoucauld knew something that would further undercut the state's case against Papon. As he told the court, In the summer of 1944, he joined a band of resistance fighters who called their group Charlie. There was a Jewish community there, La Rochefoucauld testified, and when I saw how many of them there were, I asked them what was the reason for them being part of this group. The commander's answer was very simple. They had been warned by the prefecture that there would be a rounding up. In other words, these Jewish men were grateful they had been tipped off, and happy to fight in the resistance. In the 1960s, La Rochefoucauld met and grew friendly with Papon, who was by then Paris's prefect of police. I learned he was at the Gironde Prefecture during the war, Robert testified. It was then that I told him the story of the Jews of Charlie. He smiled and said, We were very well organized at the Prefecture. Despite La Rochefoucauld's own heroics, He said on the stand it took monstrous reserves of personal courage to work for the resistance within Vichy. I consider Mr. Papon one of those brave men. His testimony lasted fifteen minutes, and following it, one of the judges read written statements from four other résistants, whose sentiments echoed la Rochefoucauld's. If Papon had signed the deportation documents, he had also helped Jews elude imprisonment. Roger Samuel Bloch, a Jewish résistant from Bordeaux, wrote that from November 1943 to June 1944, Papon hid and lodged him several times, at considerable risk to his career and life. The court recessed until the next morning. La Rochefoucauld walked outside and took in a Bordeaux that was so very different from 1944, where no swastika flag swayed in the breeze, where no people wondered who would betray them, where no one listened for the hard tap of Gestapo boots coming up behind. How to relay in fifteen minutes the anxiety and fear that once clung to a man as surely as the wisps of cigarette smoke in a crowded café. How to explain the complexity of life under occupation to generations of free people who would never experience the war's exhausting calculations and would therefore view it in simple terms of good and evil. La Rochefoucauld was beyond the gated entryway of the courthouse when he saw Papon protesters move toward him. One of them got very close and spit on him. La Rochefoucauld stared at the young man, furious, but kept walking. What people younger than him could not understand, and this included his adult children and nieces and nephews, was that his motivation for testifying wasn't really even about Papon, a man he hadn't known during the war la rochefoucauld took the stand instead out of a fealty for the brotherhood the tiny bands of résistants who had fought the mighty nazi occupation they knew the personal deprivations